on the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. The show starts now. It's Joey and Lauren. Another year, another chance for uh, Lauren to tell me the wild animals people think they can beat up. We've done this before. I remember it was the percentage of people that said they could beat up a wolf or they could take down a bear. Was it a or a gorilla or something? It was like something that. crazy like that. And every year I get so excited when you're like, oh my gosh, it's out again. How many idiots out there? It's been circulating. And this is actually men in particular, at least according to this it is, research. Because men are dumb. Yeah. So men apparently are saying that they could take on these wild animals. So, so I want you to be honest. Let's be honest here. It's the safe space. Do you think you could take on these animals? Now, first and foremost, I will say this. Remember, there was that. Story about those college wrestlers that did beat up that bear. That did beat okay, up that grizzly bear. How many of them were there? There, there, were was, like there two. was two. There okay. was two. But like the the bear was Smart. attacking okay. one of the kids, and then the other kid who's a college wrestler You're like right. literally busted out wrestling moves, like jumped in his leotard and was like, "Let's do this!" It's incredible. And just went off uh, again. Also, a little note about bears. We've said this before, but Google bears with no hair. If you want to feel less intimidated. Oh, no, I actually think it looks no, scary. Hairless bears so look like giant rats, and you won't be as scared about them. It's the hair that makes them scary. So. By the way, the hair um, is not what, it doesn't take away their strength if you take yeah. away their hair. So no, they're still but, strong and mean and scary. I'm just saying, after looking at a hairless bear, I do feel a little bit better. I do. <laughs> okay, so seven, speaking of bears, 7% of men think that they can beat a grizzly bear in a fight. Idiots. Seven percent of men actually think they can one to one combat on a grizzly bear. What? Like what? How? How? I I don't know. Maybe maybe they're wrestling. Maybe like that one guy, a wrestling star. I maybe, have no idea. Maybe, but he still got beat up pretty well. Like what <laughs> What know. constitutes his beating up? I mean, is this like what is this? So you got to pin him? It's you take him down in a fight. There's so no knock way. them out? Like, I have no idea, but they say, I mean, 7%, that's a narrow margin. With all still. the crazy crap on TV, this needs to be on TV. They can sign a waiver, they can do it. You get this 7% of men and you put them in an you know octagon. How many tragedies we would be watching? No, I don't want to see make that. It, make it edited. You cut away, you go to commercial <laughs> if it gets too bad. Cutting away every time. But if, but if these 7% of men are like, yeah, I could do it, I'm like, prove it. Put it on, put it on TV. Okay, how about this? 23% of men, a much higher percentage believe that they could beat a king cobra in a fight oh would you rather yeah. take out a cobra yeah, or a bear i could i could Are take that kidding co- me yeah i could you take it out. Not, it's a cobra take out a cobra yeah i think i can like <laughs> what the cobra is the one that comes out of the basket right and it's got the it's it's wide that's a king cobra right uh, let me yeah, google is. to make sure i think so yeah, yeah. no i think you're right yeah, I think it's the one that that comes that is always like you know comes out of the oh, basket. Oh gosh, you think and, you could take that? Oh, ugh. I mean, Ooh, it's, it's the fast. world's biggest venomous snake. You think you could take that? I think I could take a king cobra. I don't want to sign up, but I- oh my gosh, this snake can reach twenty feet in length, but has enough venom to kill at least eleven humans oh. or an entire elephant. Oh, 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 that just gave me the heebie-jeebies. All right, Ooh. never mind. I want to take mine back. I want to take. Oh, my- I just feel like it's. You think you can take on that thing? Can you t- move your move your laptop away? I don't I don't want to look at that thing anymore. Okay, I take I take back your, what I said. Your heart, but I do stopped? feel I feel like I can negotiate mm-hmm. with a cobra. Like I feel like and I you, can you like hypnotize it or what? Yeah, because isn't that what they do? They I they no hypnotize idea. them, right? I thought that's the whole thing, and maybe nope. that's just an urban myth. Nope. I don't know. Twenty three percent of men are insane. There's no way that a king cobra can kill eleven people with its venom. Yep. Yikes. According to Google. Okay. Okay. And then 22% think that they can beat a chimp. Could you oh, beat up a chimp? Boy, they get angry, though. You've seen those videos. Um, I, I Again, I feel like I can negotiate. I mean, you know, what if I'm just... I love how no, all of your argument, it's not about your strength no, or anything. No, no, it's no, negotiating no, skills. No, it's about, it's about like going in with a plan. That's what, <laughs> yeah, it's about negotiating or just being a friend. <laughs> Uh, chimpanzee, I'm gonna I'm gonna say yes. I gotta be able to beat one of these. I'm gonna say yes to a chimpanzee. You think a chimp? But can I negotiate? Can I just be like, yo, bro, we're on the same page, man. We just want to hang out. <laughs> we just want to chill. You know what? I think chimp, you'd have the uh, most likelihood because they're most like a human. And exactly. You feel like you could get along with them. I could be like, dude, I'm just like the new iPhone. You're like the iPhone Seven. I'm like the iPhone Twelve. I'm just a little evolved. And nine percent. I am not making this up. Nine percent of men think that they can beat. An elephant. 
that's stupid. I mean, that's really stupid. How? How would you beat down an elephant? And listen, this is bare hands combat. Yeah, yeah, head this head is combat. You're not, you know, well, doing anything crazy. Let's talk about it for a second. You could get underneath an elephant and just kind of give it kidney well, punches. I know, I know. I I'm just, but I'm just thinking, like, if you it had was to. fine when we talked about beating up a bear or a snake. But now that we're talking about the elephant, now yeah, I'm what? sad. You know, I like funny, the elephant. Because I love the, the elephant, too. Like, I wouldn't want to mess with the elephant. Especially, I love those, like, <laughs> the brown elephants. Like, yeah. I love those ones. Those are my favorite they elephants. They just seem sweet. Maybe they're not, but they seem but sweet. But one swipe with the tusks and you're done. I mean, you're totally the, done. the trunk? Is the trunk pretty strong? Probably. I think the trunk. Can a trunk lift? You should ask Google how heavy can, like, how much can an elephant trunk lift? I'm going to do Because how... what would freak me out is if the trunk could just grab me up and scoop me up. Oh, my gosh. It can lift more than 700 pounds. The trunk? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're done. Yeah, we're done. This Great. It can lift more than 700 pounds, yet can also pick up a single blade of grass. That's, that's an amazing that's creature. That's amazing. All right, so let's do this. 68719, what wild animal could you beat in a fight? We want to hear it. 68719, the wild animal you can beat in a fight. Text us. We want to hear your answers. We'll get to them later on. It's Joey and Lauren. Time to get caught up on what's trending with Joey and Lauren in the morning. There's a zoo in England. That has a job opening. They just posted this job opening where they are uh, seeking applicants that are comfortable wearing a bird costume because they want a facilities seagull deterrent is what they're looking so for. you got to walk around. you got to put on a bird costume and then you have to scare away the seagulls. That is the job. That ain't a bad gig. I mean, you get to hang out at a zoo, hang out with a bunch of animals. Yeah, they're saying, hey, listen, we love animals here, obviously. But I guess that these seagulls are bothering people and they're trying to eat lunch and doing all these things. And so we need someone to dress up as a bird and scare away the seagulls. That's awesome. Have you ever been in a costume for anything like that? Like, have you ever worn like a mascot costume? A banana costume for when I worked at a smoothie place, but nothing else. Nothing. I don't know. I've never been able to be a mascot for anything. I kind of want to be. Oh, man. Maybe... Maybe that's this is your official applicancy. Yes. You're putting it out there. If anybody needs a mascot. I am I am ready to fill in as a mascot. I don't know how long I could stay in the suit, but I would appreciate it. At least a shift. It makes me feel claustrophobic thinking about it. Yeah. Just thinking about it. I also saw Morgan Wallen fans very upset. You sh- you shared this with me. I did. In Mississippi, there were about 60,000 fans ready to watch Morgan Wallen. They left furious. When he canceled the concert five minutes before showtime because he lost his voice. So this is what I don't get. Five minutes. Because I, I was reading the whole story, and five minutes before he's supposed to go on, a big uh, like message popped up on all the screens and said, unfortunately, Morgan Wallen has lost his voice, mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. You can get your refunds, whatever. This is what I don't get. Either A, Morgan Wallen was trying to, was like waiting to the last minute. He was doing voice exercises. He was trying to see if he could actually do it. And they really did, like, they said, okay, we're going to, Morgan, we're going to drink as much tea as you can or whatever, and let's wait till five minutes before, and then we'll make the call. Or he knew for hours, and for whatever reason, there's some advantage to waiting to the last minute. Yeah, I don't know what the advantage and would that, be. I, I don't, or maybe he tried to cancel it sooner, and the word didn't get out. It's just, but what are the odds five minutes before you go from, oh, I can do this to no, I can't do this? It makes me feel bad for the fans that were waiting. I don't know. Anytime I see those stories, I'm like, something's fishy. Something's fishy. It sucks. I also saw this story. It's really good. This kid who wants better mac and cheese at school stating his case. Macaroni and cheese at Atlanta is not that good. It is burnt sometimes. On the top and bottom, (laughs) it is burnt and crisp. I love that. Crispy continues to go on and on about how the mac and cheese isn't good. It's sometimes cold. So makes this presentation for the Board of Education. So he went to the Board of Education. We need better mac and cheese. Let's get it done. And I am happy to report that he has made some changes and they have adjusted the recipe to the mac and cheese to make it a little bit better. I mean, of all the food items at an elementary school that needs to be on point, you would think mac and cheese needs to be at top of the list. Yeah, I would think so. I would think because bad mac and cheese is very bad. Yeah. Oh, it's it's awful. It's I, I don't terrible. like when it's too thick. Like, oh, it's terrible. I, and I find it's kind. it feels hard to screw up, but when you mm-hmm. screw it up, it is nasty. Oh, 100%. It's terrible. A man was running the London Marathon, was going to beat the world record 
barely missed it narrowly by 16 seconds. Would have beat the world record. Oh my god. 16 gosh. seconds short. Do they know? Ah! Do they does he have any idea like if he's close to that? Or is it one of those once you cross the finish line, you fight? I mean, I know you can see your time like as you're approaching it, but do you think in their mind they know, okay, this is the record, this is where I'm Maybe. at? Maybe. I think about that a lot with athletes, like football players, um, quarterbacks in particular, who maybe if they know that if they throw X amount of touchdowns, they're yeah. going to beat, you know, whoever's record before them. Or how about when you play, like, does LeBron know how many points he has in a game? He probably does. I think like, do you think he counts in his mind? He's like, four. I, well, Seven. you could see it on the thing. They're tracking it on the board. Yeah, but he's not looking no, but specifically. He could. Yeah, I'm just wanting like when I was a kid in junior high basketball, yes. I kept track just of my like points LeBron. because I only had a count to four because I think four <laughs> is my career high. I think athletes are too egotistical to not to know. not know. Yeah. But I feel like that would be interesting. If like, oh, am I at 22 yeah. points or 24 points? I want to bring up this drama again because the jury selection is happening. So Ed Sheeran versus Marvin Gaye. These two songs sound very, very similar. And now they're selecting the jury. Here's the comparison. Okay. Listen to the, listen to the beat. Baby. <laughs> Okay. okay. So there's Marvin Gaye. Let's Kay. get it on by Marvin Gaye, yep. a classic and then song. Here's Ed Sheeran. When your legs don't work like they used to before. I can hear it. I remember when we talked about this. Uh-huh. I can hear it. This is thinking and out loud. Sweep you off of your feet. I'm so sorry, Ed. I love you. I love Ed Sheeran, but I think he's absolutely absolutely going to lose this case. It's very similar, right? Yeah. I mean, Unless they I, say, oh, he was inspired by it. But it, it does have a Marvin Gaye, let's get it on vibe. Like, yes, I think some absolutely. people may think it's a remix if you heard it. Yeah. If you're so. not familiar with Ed Sheeran's music, you may be like, is this like a Marvin Gaye remix? It might be hard to find a jury of people that don't, like, they don't have an attachment to either artist, right? Like, do you, don't you think there's people out there that are like, well, I like them too much? Or there's I a would bias. love to hear the, yeah, the selection. <laughs> like, someone shows up in an Ed Sheeran tour t-shirt. Be like, no, no, I I'm, don't know who he I'm is. I'm unbiased. <laughs> Those are some of your trending stories. It's time to make up or break up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is make up or break up. Ian uh, said in his message, didn't even think he'd be here. He's he's surprised even how to get us involved because they've been out a couple of times with Kelly. I don't think anyone wants to be here. No, say that we're happy you're here, but yeah. I don't think anybody wants to be here. Yeah, I mean it's it's one of those things that you're like, you know what? I mean, I'm here now, so might as well make the best of it. Mm-hmm. So, hello, Ian. Welcome to Makeup or Breakup, man. Hi, how's it going? Thanks Good. for having me on. Absolutely. Okay, so um, you've gone out with Kelly twice. Is that true? Yeah, we've gone on two dates. Uh, both were pretty fun, I thought. So, yeah, that's why I'm a little surprised that um, things aren't really going the way I thought. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, walk us through briefly, like, the status of the relationship, meaning, like, what were the two dates like? What did it leave off on? Have you mm-hmm. felt any vibes from her that it's never going to work? Or mm-hmm. Yeah, so we actually we met online, um, and we were talking a little bit online, and that was going well, so we decided to go on, like, a lunch date together. Mm-hmm. That was our first date, and it was really fun. I could tell that she liked my company. I really liked being around her. We had good conversation, um, and it led to a second date. One week later, we went out to dinner, uh, like a pretty nice dinner. Um, that also was lots of fun. Okay. Uh, there was tons of texting in between those two dates. But then after the second date, um, it was like she totally stopped any communication. Like, I haven't heard from her at all. I've called. I've, I've texted okay. a few times. And, like, she's totally just cut off communication. So, like, now I'm like, what? Does she not like me anymore? Like, did I do something? I'm just, like, totally confused. That's what I was going to ask, how much communication and how much texting between date one and date two. And the fact that you say it was constant. I mean, are we talking... Like how many texts a day? I mean, too many to count. We were just—it was like one it was of those, constant. Okay, one of those things where you just like constantly like mm-hmm. talk like throughout the whole day, like even late into the night, just like talking to one another. You know what I mean? Okay. Hey, okay. So I mean, that second I, date, I, obviously, someone wrong. I was gonna say, obviously. I mean, I don't think any of us have to really do much thinking to know that probably it was something on the second time you saw her, because in between first and second, there was a lot of communication. What was you said? You went to dinner. Like, was there anything? 
I don't know, notable that happened that maybe stands out to you? I mean, nothing negative. It was a pretty good dinner. Like, we laughed a lot. Uh, we stayed at the restaurant for, like, over two hours just hanging mm-hmm. out and talking. Um, the food was good. The conversation was good. So, and when she left, like, when we ended the night, it seemed like it ended on a positive note. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know how you go from everything to nothing um, unless... I don't know. We'll figure it out. So, all right. So, Stressful. So, Ian, uh, we'll play a song. We'll come back, and uh, we'll we'll bring you back on, but we'll first talk to Kelly, okay? Okay, great. Thank you so much. You bet. So, Kelly, coming up next with Makeup or Breakup. Makeup or Breakup. With Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is Makeup or Breakup. So... Uh, we spent some time with Ian. This is he, this is like feast or famine. So he goes between. They've gone out twice, and between date one and date two, he said we were texting constantly, like late into the night, yeah. early, like everything Constant is flowing. Communication, and then after date two, nothing. So obvi- obviously, uh, like yeah, I don't I even mean, know why we have to act right. like. Oh, I wonder what could happen. It's like, obvious. So, so I mean, we asked him like, what was the second date like, and he's like, oh, it was dinner. We talked for a long time. Like, there was never any, like, crazy yeah. thing that went down. So, I mean, I don't know. Sometimes we don't notice when something goes wrong, right? That's kind of He says something, thing. like, super offensive. He's like, oh, that's not offensive to me. That's I'm normal. Good. All right, so we got Kelly's number. Let's talk to Kelly. Hello? Uh, hello, is Kelly there? Or is this Kelly? Ke- Kelly? Yeah. Uh, this is Kelly. Hi, Kelly. This is uh, Joey and Lauren in the morning, a radio show, morning radio show. And um, okay. uh, I don't know Hi, if you're Kelly. familiar with who we are, but we are actually calling you um, if you have a few minutes to talk to us because uh, a guy named Ian wanted us to call you. He reached out to us, and I think you've seen this guy a couple of times on two dates, if that's... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, why the heck we know about that and why the heck we are calling you about that is actually because we help people out that have been ghosted and never hear back from somebody. And from what we understand, unfortunately or fortunately, for whatever reason, you are no longer texting Ian. Uh, no. Okay. Okay. So. (laughs) I got it. Okay. It's all awkward. I'm sorry. So he wanted us to maybe help him out and figure out why you're not texting him anymore because we understand from his perspective that you guys were texting he said constantly and he mentioned a couple dates in there um so i don't know if maybe you can shed some light on that oh gosh uh this is gonna sound really awful and shallow but um uh, i could tell that he uses self-tanner and i don't know it was just a really big turnoff it was like super streaky um he yeah I know it sounds really shallow. Wait, he, wait, he, hang on. You saw that he uses self tanner. Like the lotion. And that's turning you off. Yeah, like the lotion. Like he didn't rub it in properly, or I don't know if it was like a cheap one, but I just, it just (laughs) turn off. And like, I don't know. I use self tanner, but like I use the nicer one and like I rub it in properly. (laughs) It's just like. So wait, it's not the fact that he uses self tanner. That doesn't necessarily bother you. It's the fact that he's either A, not rubbing it in correctly or B, not using a nice enough brand? Am I understanding? I don't know. Like, nobody could tell that I'm using self-tanner. Like, it looks good, and I could just tell, and I don't know. It just turned me off. Like, I didn't want to, like, be making out with him, and it, like, he's sweating self-tanner on me. So <laughs> yeah, you turn into a Cheeto. Really yeah, weird. no, hold on a second. I'm just, I'm with you, Lauren. At first, Kelly, I thought you were going to be like, hey, he's he's a little, uh, what do they call it, high-maintenance? Uh, maybe, you're, you're yeah. Just, very superficial. He's using tanning lotion and all these things. Like I, I, but it's more of just like the He's not doing poor it right. quality. Which <laughs> guess what, Kelly? You can be his savior. You can be his yeah, hero. You can you teach him? him the ways of. You guys can both be fake tan forever. Like I, you know what I mean? Like I don't know why that can't be one of the solutions here. The illusion is gone. Like I just need. I don't know. I just. So it's I like as you, thinking about it. I'm sorry. It's just so awful. So, it is awful. It is. Yeah. So you're only fine with him using self-tanner if you don't know that he uses self-tanner. I guess. Okay. Yeah. Oh okay. My gosh. Is he on the phone? Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, this is good, though, because how else would he find out this yeah. information? And he's actually <laughs> applying self-tanner as we speak. Ian. I'm sure, Ian. Oh, my gosh. 
yeah. Um, yeah, I, I use self-tanner. I, I can't believe that's the, like, are you serious? That's the reason why you haven't, you just, like, totally stopped talking to me. And it's because of that? Like, I thought I said something that insulted you or something like that, but it's, how? Okay, that's a really, that's a, that's, that's a crazy reason to just, like, stop talking to someone. Um, I know, huh. I'm sorry. I didn't know how to tell you. Well, no, it's like fine. I mean, I am a little, I'm not embarrassed that I use it. I mean, I'm just trying to get that glow. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I, man, I know what you mean. Got to get the so, glow. You know, if I can just try and compare this as like someone that is balding, if I on a date said just totally owned it and, and said to my date, oh, yeah, these are hair plugs, because, Kelly, you brought up the illusion, someone could say, oh, now I know that it's hair plugs. It right, almost hurts more fake. than yeah. Like, does that make sense? Like, I'm I just thinking because I'm not I'm not a big fake tanner person per se. My comparison would be I get hair plugs and then I tell my date, oh yeah, these are hair plugs, and it's almost they're like, okay, that's all I can think about now. So Kelly's sitting there going, Ian, it's not that you use fake tanner. It's that now I know it's fake tanner, and now I'm sitting there just picturing that. I mean, I that I guess that's the reason not to date someone i, I don't really know it, it sounds pretty shallow and kind of petty to me oh so I, I, honestly i don't know if i want to date someone who who makes a decision like that well i don't want to date someone that doesn't know how to properly put on <laughs> i mean i'm gonna figure it i'll learn i, I, rush, I, guess. I love you man i, I love I both know. of you i kelly i i think maybe this is a consolation and maybe this is a bad idea because it sounds like you both don't want to see each other. But at least maybe some like a tutorial or something. Maybe Kelly, yeah. you could help him out, and then maybe this could be this bonding friends moment. Now you stay friends, and you yeah. help him, just help teach it. Text about it. Just text about it, and <laughs> see if you guys can get I on the same page. Totally. T- yeah, I'll totally text you some recommendations. Oh my, oh my god! Like, even like a, you can go get a professional one at a like at a. Oh place yeah, you can get a spray. Long. Yeah, I've oh did it before god. vacation. You can get a spray abs on you too. It's really oh cool. my oh, gosh! N- now she's run. like, you need the abs. Now you need a run, Ian. It's Joey <laughs> and Lauren. <laughs> on the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren on demand. You're waking up with Joey and Lauren on a Would You Rather Wednesday. It's Joey and Lauren. It is time for Would You Rather Wednesday. Your Would You Rather questions, you text them to 68719. Keep texting them in. We'll try to answer them on the show. What do we got this week? Would you rather have an uncontrollable fit of laughter during a job interview or a sneeze during your vows at a wedding? Oh, sneeze during the vows, right? You can't like... Yeah, laugh during a job I would interview. Agree. Like, who cares if you sneeze during the vows? How I mean, this? in fact, and people may laugh. It might you be sneeze. kind of a funny little icebreaker. Let me let me change this up. Make it a little more tough. Okay. Laughing during a job interview, where you just can't stop laughing, mm-hmm. or sneezing on an open casket. Sneezing like on at the, open like casket. at the viewing. Like you're Does, walking. Well, someone sees you. Yeah, yeah. Like you're I mean, because walk- the body don't care. No, 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 let's no, no, be no, no. I'm saying it's like an open casket for a family member. You're walking by and you accidentally sneeze on the body. <laughs> What's more awkward? Oh, wow. I'd probably still just sneeze on the body. That's a terrible way to look at it. But I'm thinking a job interview. I'm probably not going to get the job if I'm laughing at the CEO's face, right? Yeah, no, that's not going to go well. I, I don't do well either. You know when you start to get the laughing bouts? Uh-huh. Like, uh... Oh, I know. It's terrible. But sneezing <laughs> That's great. I, I don't know. I just thought, I mean, that makes it a little more difficult. Yeah. Uh, would you rather take a couple's getaway to a beach resort or a couple's getaway to Mountain Lodge? Mountain Lodge. I mean, well, as long as... That's shocking. Oh, well, I'm I don't Beach like resort, it. beach resort, beach resort. That's so, for me all day, every yeah, day. Yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I don't know. I, those are two of the things I really, really enjoy. Mountain Lodges are gorgeous and beautiful, too. Nothing but I won't go in the ocean. I actually just heard an argument the other day that we should not be mad about shark attacks because we're going into their home and man it made me think twice about it like seriously think about it oh, okay. no no no. but think about it the ocean is not our home the ocean is right. a shark's home so it's imagine habitat. so sure. if you intrude into someone's house and they want to beat you up you shouldn't be surprised so why are we surprised that a shark bites you when you're in his home it's true and they they eat things i mean it's not like it's not like they normally just eat seaweed, yeah, and then just, all of a sudden they see a human, and they're I like, "I heard Yum. this big argument that said, why are, we, why are we so upset about all these shark attacks when it's like we're in their home? We're in their habitat, and Gosh, we're surprised. 
Because with bears, like when a bear attack happens, while it's sad, you say, well, you're in the wild. You need to have all this protection. But when a shark attack happens, it's like, well, technically we're in their home. Yeah, but how do you explain like designated campgrounds? Hashtag Team Shark. That's all I'm saying. I'm now I'm now <laughs> Team Shark. No, but it did make me think twice. Team, stay away from sharks. I'll yeah, do I'm, Mountain Lodge, though. I'm doing beach resort. I have stayed at a beach resort, and it was probably the best time of my whole life because... But you didn't go in the ocean. You just relaxing. stood on the beach, right? Oh, I went about uh, knee deep. Yeah. I got I got knee deep, and then I was like, I'm too scared for this crap. Freaks me out. Jellyfish, eels, all that stuff. Oh, yeah. There's no way. Um, how about this one? Little... A job, a working question. Would you rather work in a field where there's a lot of competition or you're working in a field with no competition? That's oh, hard because wow. we work in a job with competition. We do work in a job with a lot of competition. Um, I mean, I think eventually, like, once you get to a point where you're working in a job with a lot of competition, but you're confident in yourself and your product, and I, I don't think it bothers you, but I would still probably take zero. Yeah, I think that's the obvious answer because it's like, who wants to be well, competitive? You know, some people are, are fueled by competition. Oh, like, they're okay. like, no, I, I want to be competitive. I, don't I, I don't pay attention to it, so I'm just like, oh, oh yeah, okay. Dude, when you worked at a restaurant, would you ever like talk bad about like the competitors? Like, I remember my buddy <laughs> yes. worked at Pizza Hut and yes. he would like talk smack about Domino's. Domino's. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I mean, I love your passion, but also you're getting paid, I don't know, at the time, probably seven the bucks an hour. The amount of rage hate I had in the depths of my soul for Orange Julius because I was a Jamba Juice No kidding. Stand. So you did have it. You did yes, have it. Yes, I worked at Jamba Juice, and so, I was like, that Orange Julius Let me get this ball. straight. And I don't know how much you were making at, at Jamba Juice. Five twenty-five. Let's say you're making minimum no, wage. No, I, uh, I was making $8 okay. as a manager. So you're making $8 an yeah. hour. Mm-hmm. And to think, they only had to pay you eight dollars an hour for you to actually like rep the brand Passion. so hard that you would not drink so you would not drink orange julius no well you worked at jamba juice no way that's impressive in fact i don't think i've had an orange julius <laughs> since i worked at jamba juice i need to go get one because i'll be honest orange julius is delicious if jamba juice is listening hook lauren up with a free t-shirt or something she's still representing i you. know joey and lauren in the morning you know i am so glad that we are evolving and we actually are getting names for things. I'm going to give you a new term out there. It's called a groker. Can we spell it for you? Groke. Groker. Groker. Okay. How do you think it's how do you think it's spelled? I wanna let's do a little spelling uh, bee here. G-R-O-K-E-R. Hey, there you go. Like a like a broker. Yeah. With a G. Is it broker? Just B-O-R-K-E-R? Yeah. Isn't that what I just said? G-R-O-K-E-R? Yeah, you know, you spelled it right. But I didn't know how broker. I think broker has a C in it, right? No, it doesn't. That'd be broker. Did we do our taxes? I mean, that's the real thing. Like, I don't even know what's going on. All right. So, uh, true story. I did mail off our taxes like literally the day before it was supposed to be mailed off. So, nothing like a little pressure. Yeah, nothing yeah, like no. a little pressure. I remember as a kid watching thing. like the news and on tax day, just seeing people like lined up out of the post office. You remember that? Like, I don't oh, even know yeah. if that still happens. Probably not know. anymore. But a broker is. Uh, I'll give you the definition. Okay. Is someone who stares at you while you eat in the hope that you'll share some meals or give them a bite. <laughs> I am a groker. I am I am a big oh, no. time groker, man. I am a groker. My kids are oh my baby. Our baby is that doesn't the count. No, I think, yeah, I think babies don't count. Babies are he stares at me when I eat. But that's just a baby's mindset. A baby is like food. They don't get it, right? I'm talking I think an adult is you're out with friends. And you see something amazing, and you're like, oh, that looks good. And then you just keep looking. Now, if you say that you're a groker, are you really anticipating the fact that this person is going to give you food? Or you know that they're not, but you're just staring them down anyway, and it's you're a- enjoying the, the process? I mean, again, the definition, you stare at someone while they eat in hopes that they'll share something with you. So it's a hope. You know, it's like having faith, all right? So you, you've, got a, <laughs> you've got this hope out there that they're going to give you a bite. I will tell you, I'm a little more specific. I'm a dessert groker. I actually normally with regular food, with my meal, I finish my meal, I'm full. But there's something about dessert because a lot of times we share dessert. And what I've realized is Big when mistake. you share yep, yeah, sharing desserts is a, a part of our culture that needs to be extinct. Are you a public groker, meaning you look at other people's food that you don't know 100%. at a restaurant? Because I find myself doing that a lot. Where I'll be at a restaurant having dinner, a meal with a friend who or whoever, 
And I'm distracted from our conversation because I'm looking behind my friend and I'm seeing the servers walk around with food that looks amazing. Yeah. And then I'm staring at that food and then I'm envious because I'm looking at the person, you know, across the restaurant. I'm like, why didn't I order that? That's a groker. Yeah, that's a that's a classic groker move. Now, I'm a groker when it comes to desserts. For whatever reason, dessert, I always want more of. Like, what's weird, like, when we go to a restaurant and we get dessert, it's because we share. And sharing desserts does suck. And it's just, we shouldn't do it because you, you're not going to split it down the middle. That just seems rude. Like, if you got a mm-hmm. brownie sundae, it'd be rude to be like, all right, this is my half. Right? Dessert uh, is kind of like know. everyone. Some people cut it in half. Really? Yeah. Maybe Depending we should do is. that. Because normally it's just we each grab a spoon and go. And so I just start shoveling it in. <laughs> you give nobody a chance. And then I'm a groker. I'm exactly a groker. I'm a groker with snack foods, too. Like, if you got a bag of chips yeah, or you got a bag of snacks that looks good, I'm a groker. You'll take it. You'll yeah. grok someone. I, I will I will, I will grok someone <laughs> oh, gosh, all day. that sounds terrible. Yeah. I got groked the other day at a restaurant. It was crazy. People talk about their toxic traits. You know, my toxic trait is that I feel like after every meal, it is necessary. I have a sweet treat. I truly feel that way. I'll eat dinner every night, and I'm like, gosh. I need a sweet treat. I deserve a sweet treat. And yeah. then I get mad that there's no sweet treats in the house. Yeah, we don't We don't really have any ice cream in the house or anything like that. You're right. I also, I kind of pressure people sometimes. Well, mostly just you because I wouldn't do this to like an acquaintance. You got to be in a relationship. But I'll kind of pressure to be like, oh, yeah, you're, you're probably done, right? You probably want, you know, are you going to finish that kind of a situation? Oh, I know. And then it makes me feel like, oh, I... Probably should be done. Okay, here I you go. I do it with our three-year-old all the time. Our three-year-old son, I will look at him and be like, you're done, right? Like, you're not going to eat that? You're done, right? And it, the problem is you're a fast eater. So anyone who's eating yeah. slower than you, you're like, oh, they're That's done. That's my problem is I eat so fast that I don't even realize I'm full, and then I'm groking everybody left and right. Groker, groker, groker. So don't be a groker. It's rude. It's Joey and Lauren. Fix my life. Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is Fix My Life. Sarah is with us. Boy, this is interesting. You're going to have some people, I think, that are going to hear Sarah's story and go, oh, my gosh, what? what's the problem? This is great. This is awesome. And you're going to have others that go, okay, as, as a parent, as a mom, whatever, I understand where you're coming from. We'll let Sarah explain kind of the dilemma she's dealing with here. On Fix My Life. So, Sarah, hello. Welcome to the show. What's going on? Hi. Um, so, I'm just kind of torn on what to do. I have an 11-year-old son, and he was just invited by his best friend to go on an all-expense-paid trip to Disney World. And, like, my son is ecstatic. He's so excited about it. And I just don't know if I should let him go because, like, like they're gonna, they want to pay for everything, and mm-hmm. you know they're taking their son, and he gets to bring a friend. But I'm scared that if I let my son go on this trip, like he's going to have this mindset that oh, this is something that he can you know easily just get, and families do. And I could never afford to bring uh-huh. him on a trip like this. Mm-hmm. And I want to make sure he understands that you know it's not easy to have those things in life, and that it's not normal that families can just go on these, you know, spend all this money and go on these crazy big vacations all the time. So I, I just don't, I, I don't know what to do. I feel like it's my responsibility to, you know, help him and, and make sure that he's ready for the world and understand. And I, I don't want him to, you know, get his values confused by me letting him go on this trip. And I'm getting the impression, Sarah, that you're not nervous at all that, oh, he's going away like with this family. Like I don't know them very well oh, or anything no. like that. This is yeah, purely. No, we know them really well. Like, okay. They're great people, and I know he'd be safe with them. Got it. Okay, it's so it's, it's the message. It's mm-hmm. the lesson. It's the, yeah, I mean, that I, makes sense. I, I actually disagree. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with this, in my personal opinion. I think let your son go enjoy this trip with his friend. He was invited as a gift. I don't think yeah. anyone's putting out there in his mind like, this is something that happens every day. And that's where a good teaching lesson could come in. Or maybe you talk to him and you're like, wow, this is really awesome of your friends. They are able to do this for you. But this is not something that should be expected all the time, right? In our family, this isn't something that we could do all the time. Maybe one day, maybe have that conversation. I feel like you said 11, right? He's 11. Yeah. I feel like that's a great age to teach a lesson like that. And I would let my kid go. I'd be like, oh yeah, have so much fun. This is kind of a once in a while or once in a lifetime kind of a fun thing and it's a gift from a friend okay well 
That definitely, like, is helpful to hear and, you know, gives me more to think about. I think I'm still just like, ugh, I need to think on it more. Well, but I think that's a good point. And you're mm-hmm. right. Like, he's 11. I can, you know, I can probably explain this to him at least enough that he would understand, I hope. I think a couple of things. First of all, I understand, Sarah, It's it may be the toughest pill to swallow is probably your pill, which is, I, I mean, I think as any parent – naturally we want to be the ones that go to yeah. Disney World with our kids. We want to be the ones that go on that. That's but, true. But I, I, I know a lot of times we try to look at both angles. Lauren, I, I kind of had the same thoughts. And my thought was you can actually teach your 11-year-old two things here. The first, you can teach them this is kind of life. Like for the rest of your life, you will run into people that have more money, more experiences than you have. Like it just will happen. Like everybody can point to someone that's like, oh, yeah, they, they've got all these this money, riches, whatever. And I, I do think you can teach them that. And I think the second thing you can teach them is, yeah, it's okay to have these experiences as long as you recognize, like, yeah, if it's every summer, every spring, you know, mm-hmm. that's not necessarily going to happen. But I, I'm kind of with you, Lauren. I say, yeah. and it's not, he's 11. So he's an 11-year-old. He can't, he can't go work a job and earn enough money to go to <laughs> Disney World himself. So I think... Enjoy it being a guest. Yeah. And and I think it's important to note, too, like his friend who's doing this, they obviously have money. This might be a very normal thing for them, a normal occasion for his friend. And so that's a good teaching lesson where it's like some families do this all the time. Some families don't do it very often. And that's okay, Right. There's no like shame in that family being able to do stuff like that either. Right. Yeah. No, no, totally. Absolutely. But but like I'm with you, though, Sarah, growing up, like we never went on any vacations at all. Like as a kid, I never did. Yeah, never did. But also, if if you had a friend mm-hmm. that wanted to take you, I don't, I, I I understand the concern, and I would say, Sarah, if three, four, five years in a row, he's always going with the Johnson family to Cancun and a cruise, <laughs> yeah, then that then that would be a little tough, and you'd be like, hey, sweetie, maybe it's not an every summer thing. Your vacation is always with your friends. But you want to go to Disney World? They want to take him. I think it's okay. I think it could be a learning lesson. But we'll have some people text in. Sarah, because I know, I'm sure some parents have dealt with this with their kids' friends, okay? Awesome. I appreciate it. Thank Absolutely. you so much. Absolutely. You're mm-hmm. the best. Yeah. Sarah, we're going to send you to Disney World. Okay, not yet. You should Maybe. just ask the family you can <laughs> yeah. go to. Be like, I'm going to come too. I'll be a chaperone. <laughs> so text us, 68719. Sarah's son got invited. Big, fancy vacation. How do you handle this when she says, I, I want the lesson to be learned about this isn't normal and, you know, it's it, whatever. Uh, you can text us, and we'll get to your answers coming up. Fix My Life, Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is Fix My Life. So Sarah, her 11-year-old son, yeah, her mm-hmm. 11-year-old son just yep. got invited by his friend on all-expenses Disney World trip. Sounds like a great thing. She goes, you know, it's maybe it's just because I'm his mom, maybe just as a parent. I'm feeling with this guilt of do I want my son to experience this or does it feel mm-hmm. like it sets up a bad precedent? I think it would be it would be tough as a parent to see other parents take my kid and go out and wine and dine and do the whole thing. I understand that. Um, but we're actually kind of both on the same page, which is great opportunity for your 11-year-old to realize, yeah, people have different lifestyles. And you just yeah. got to accept that. And it's a gift. Like, they're gifting this trip to yeah. your to your son. I don't think they're going to guilt him the whole time. Like, well, I yeah. wish you could do this yourself. I think it was an you know, invitation. And these families, like, these, you know, they're a hardworking family, I'm sure, and have this opportunity. So it, they don't, the family that's taking him on a trip doesn't need to be guilted for wanting to take their kids and their kids' friends on no, a trip. No, no, but it, I think it just adds a level of, okay, is my son going to think I'm lame or is yeah. my son going to think that this is something he can do all the time, you know? I love this text, and this text is awesome and someone that sounds like they've been through this. This text says, my daughter went through the same thing. Her best friend's family was very wealthy. Mm-hmm. It was amazing to see my daughter realize Happiness is not determined on material items that she learned that through the years. Hmm. Okay. So almost give your kid credit to be able to be like, hey, I've got my friend's family. They've got a lot of money. They're able to do this and that. I've got my home, my family, my mom mm-hmm. or my dad. We're, we're having a great time. You, you, can, you can teach them these lessons. Yeah. Yeah. This text says, just let your son enjoy it. Why are you getting so serious about something that's innocent and fun? I kind of agree, too. I'm like, it's innocent and fun. Like, they're going to take him on a trip. The main question should be, do you 
feel like your son is safe and well taken care of by this family? Yeah. And are you okay with him being X amount of miles away from you for X amount of time? That's the big question I would have as a parent. Would you be worried, though, if it kept happening? Like, what, what would you do if every summer while this kid's 11 till he's 18... Him and his buddies are always, and this family are always going out. I would, would that say, bother you? I would say my son needs to um, use his time for other things in the summer and not every time have this big vacation. Like, he may need to get a summer job yeah. or, okay. you know, fulfill commitments and stuff with sports or whatever. I, I don't know. Yeah, this text, yeah. 68719, says, I understand it's hard for parents to let their kids go enjoy that, but please, he's 11, it's Disney World. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, it's know. fun. It's a fun time. Gosh, where were those friends? <laughs> I know. Like, where was my friend taking friend. me to Disney World? Did you have any, like, friend trips ever like that? Um, I went with my friend Carissa to her family reunion once, and it was, like, this random, not Disney World. obscure town, and it was not that fun. We slept on a boat. Like, it was a camping trip, but they let me and Carissa sleep on the boat. But then it was a storm that night. It was, yeah, it was not, it was not a great trip. It was somebody's random family reunion. I got Seattle. I did have a trip to Seattle once and that was kind of fun. I had one of those. Yeah. And that was like a whole deal. Um, But I just had a lot of times. I was mm-hmm. the friend that was always at the house around dinner time, and I I found my I found myself. When are we eating? Yeah, at my friend Nathan's house, I found myself having dinner at his house all the time. That's hilarious. And now, as I look back <laughs> on it, I'm like, I wonder if that annoyed the heck out of him. Maybe. It but they might have. have told you to leave, right? If they're if you're bugging him. I don't know. He was a pastor. He was a Lutheran pastor. Was mm-hmm. his dad? Can a Lutheran pastor kick somebody out of their house? I don't know. It's never happened to me. I don't know, but I just remember <laughs> I was always eating at their house. So That's 68719, you can keep texting us. It's Joey and Lauren. I love that it's always upbeat. Upbeat and funny. Your mornings start here. <laughs> this is Joey and Lauren on demand. Joey and Lauren. We got your Joey Life Hack today. This is freaking awesome. I wanted, I someone needs to do this. That's sending out packages and tell me if it works. So check this out. So if you have to send multiple packages to the same location, ship one priority overnight and the rest standard. Most of the time, they'll be delivered together with the priority package because it's more efficient for drivers to make one stop. So let's say you're sending multiple packages to the same place. Do one overnight and the rest standard. And then they'll be like, oh, this is overnight. Let's just make it all overnight. Really? Okay. I actually want to know if that actually works. If you test it out, let us know. Have you ever done like priority shipping or anything like that? Yeah. Oh, you have? Okay. Fancy. Well, normally it's because it's like, oh my gosh, I need something and I need it tomorrow. And I have drugged my feet and I forgot to order it. That's like Lauren with dresses. You always, anytime we have to go to an event that needs a ball gown, you always never have a ball gown. So then you order one and it's too late. our job, like I can can show up truly and I don't mean this in a negative way but I could literally wear my sweatpants or leggings or yeah. t-shirt or hoodie and then it, and then when we get invited to things I'm like oh shoot like, I don't do have anything nice. What do you mean you nice. want me to wear be presentable? <laughs> What's what? up with that? Yeah exactly. <laughs> okay so earlier we brought up um, they, they do these surveys every year about the percentage of men that believe the wild animals they could beat up. <laughs> so let me just give a quick recap. 7% of men believe they could beat a grizzly bear in a fight. believe they can beat a king cobra, and 22% believe they can beat a chimp, and what was the elephant? Oh, 9%. It's just madness. Yeah. 9% of people look at an elephant and go, yeah, I could do it. I think the scariest for me would be, gosh, it's the grizzly bear or the king cobra. I mean, the grizzly bear always feels like it takes the number one spot. The cobra on different levels, because you're bigger than a cobra. I mean, not taller, but like... You feel like I, I could stomp on a cobra, but the bottom line is they venomous. have venom. Venomous, and I think we read the king cobra has enough venom to kill 11 humans and yeah. an elephant. So really, we just need to get the cobra and the elephant in a battle. I don't even know. But the elephant, all it needs to do is grab me with its trunk and then eat me. It literally could take me with its trunk and open its mouth and eat me. And That's that true. freaks and me out. And it's easy for them, too, because they can lift over 700 pounds with yeah. just their trunk. So, And I definitely weigh less than 700 pounds. So... <laughs> Uh, we asked you to text us, what's the wild animal you believe you could beat up in a fight? Okay, so a lot of you are texting in submissions I would have never thought about. Um, this one is saying a coyote. They could take on a oh, coyote. A coyote. I feel like they would scare me. I, coyotes aren't scary. Maybe it's because I grew up with them. I mean, I didn't grow up like with a family of coyotes. Are you but, Mowgli? No, Were you but, raised by coyotes? No, but they don't scare <laughs> me because we had coyotes all the time around like... 
I grew up around coyotes. Okay. I mean, All I right. don't I don't speak to them, but like hearing coyotes in the night at like my buddy's house for sleepovers was totally Ooh. normal. Yeah, oh, I tell totally. you what is so scary, but they make them look so cute. Wolves. Have you seen an actual wolf they're, the size? They're huge. I I actually I laugh every time I think that they're like a husky because you put a wolf next to a husky dog and it's not even comparable. A wolf is enormous. Is I've anybody seen it saying next wolf? to like a human yet. Nobody's saying wolf yet as I'm scrolling. Um, Coyotes is on here. Okay. Someone's saying they could probably take on a, a sloth. I might be able to take on a sloth. They're slow I, enough. They got the I, claws, I would hope though. so. Not a snapping turtle, though. Oh, heck Not no. Not a snapping turtle. I oh, get, they no. get my wrist and snap it like a popsicle. By the way, we're having fun with this. We're not talking about killing innocent animals. We're just having fun. Like, who Sheesh, could you take on Why'd you have to take fight? that turn? No, no one's thinking it. I just don't want it. anybody being like, wow, guys. I'm just saying. We're like, beating up a snapping turtle. It's just, naturally humane. It's man-to-man combat. No one's dying. We're just, whatever. You're in the octagon. We're, it is, it is the, it's like World War Z, all right? We just, we have to. <laughs> Someone said a small bird or an ant. See, I disagree. <laughs> a <laughs> bird? No way. They fly around. They'll flap around you. I don't know if I can take on Poke those fire ants. Out. I've been bitten by a fire ant and it hurts. <laughs> a fly. Okay, come on, guys. Uh, a bear. Somebody says they could take on a bear. Okay, so with a bear, run downhill. I know that. I know if you're if you're attacked by a bear or you're about to be attacked by a bear, run downhill. <laughs> I thought it's run downhill because they'll stumble. Uh-huh. Sorry, so. I'm reading some more texts. I'm ignoring you and I'm reading texts. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> what do you got? Says, I could take on a gerbil, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> These are my kind of people. Uh, first off, no one is beating up a chimp, but what about a kangaroo? They're jacked. Yeah, nobody's beating up a kangaroo either. We talked about that. They kick you into next week. Uh, you've seen that video, right? Of yeah, that guy that had to like terrifying. fight one off and like they were literally boxing. He was boxing a kangaroo. And this text says, I'm confident I could take on an armadillo. Well, yeah. that's... They're, they're How about a hard. possum? <laughs> think you can take down a possum? They're mean. I've no, seen a possum. Don't they hiss? Yeah. Oh, they totally hiss. I, I I lived in an apartment once. I lived in Georgia for a little bit, and I was walking down the stairs to our apartment, and literally there was a freaking possum sitting in the nope. corner, and it looked nope. and it was dark, and its its eyes were all lit up, and literally it goes, <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> thought I was that gonna die. So scary. This one, I could beat up a koala. Okay. Oh, don't beat up a... I would try, and then I would just snuggle I would hug it, it, yeah. (laughs) I would just snuggle. Like a hundred angry koalas, and I'd be like, you know what? Just smother me in kisses. A couple more. Y'all are crazy. This one says, I could beat an alligator in a fight. No No way, no way, no way. Unless you wrestled on the back where they couldn't get to you. I mean, maybe if you watch enough Crocodile Dundee movies, or not the movies, but the Steve Irwin. Steve Irwin, yes. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. But no. he didn't die by a crocodile. No, he you know didn't. That. It's a myth. A lot of people think, oh, that's what Isn't got him. It was a stingray? It was a stingray. Oh, rest in peace. Yeah, crikey. That, no. Yeah, no, crikey. Well, uh, you can keep texting us. I do appreciate the submissions, though. It's Joey and Lauren. This is the five-second rule with Joey and Lauren in the morning. All right. It's Joey and Lauren. It is time to play five-second rule today. You have five seconds to name three things. Today's contestant going against us is Kelly. Hello, Kelly. How are you? Hey, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Good Thank you morning. so much for uh, carving out some time for us. We appreciate you. So, uh, Kelly, we'll explain the rules here. We all go against each other in five-second rule. This is the only game we all play against each other. And uh, you have five seconds to name three things. So, it'll be a random okay. category. Maybe ice cream flavors. you got five seconds to name three ice cream flavors. Uh, we all go against each other. We see who does best. Big question for you, Kelly. Who do you want to start? You can start. I can start. Lauren, it's your call. Let's let Lauren go first. Okay, Lauren. I like that. We'll go All Lauren. Right. I'm ready. We'll go Lauren, me, then Kelly. We'll let Kelly learn from our mistakes. Okay, so Lauren, name three <laughs> of Winnie the Pooh's friends. Oh, Tigger, Kanga, Roo, uh, Christopher Robin. Kanga and Roo? Roo is the baby. Oh, really? Kanga is the mom. I'm almost positive. Okay. Yeah, I see. Okay. See, yeah. Kelly's backing me up. Can That's you do it? Let me hear your Winnie the Pooh. Oh, no. Um. Oh, bother. I'm looking for some honey. Oh, oh bother. I'm looking oh, for bother. some honey. Oh, oh I got gosh. Nothing. That, that was that awful. Was... Mine was way better. Oh, bother. <laughs> I'm looking for some honey. No, that's the horror movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Okay, uh, to me and then yes. Kelly. All right, here we go. Joey, name three college majors. Uh, broadcasting, public relations, and chemistry. <laughs> I really don't know if you can major in chemistry. That sounds... Maybe. Maybe you can. I don't know. I'm a chemist. Yeah. 
I'll give, give it, it to oh, you. All right, thank you. All right, Kelly, to you. Here we go. All right, Kelly, okay. name three kitchen utensils. Okay, spatula, rubber scraper, tongs. I like and it. Do I have more? No, no that's you perfect. just needed three. What was the second that's one? It's a rubber scraper. I know. I used to always think it was the same as a spatula, but I was. That's okay. It's a rubber spatula versus another spatula. I I will take that answer, (laughs) and I'm going to use that now. Back to Lauren. Okay. Lauren, five seconds to name three Star Wars characters. Oh, Chewbacca, Han Solo, uh, Princess Leia, Luke Skywalker, Jar Jar Binks. I really loves Jar Jar Binks. I really didn't think you were going to get that. I really didn't. I I forgot about all the animals. You love all the animals. (laughs) You love the, what are the Chewbacca little, the Wookiees, the little yeah, guys. Uh, they're so cute. Yeah, they're, I think uh, they're yeah. just little Wookiees that are cute. Wookie- Ewoks. Ewoks. That's what it is. Oh, All yeah. right, back to me. Okay, Joey, name three things you don't want to find in your hotel room. Uh, blood, cigarettes, <laughs> and a knife. <laughs> And guess what? I found all those things what? in hotels before. Yes, I Are found. You kidding? There oh was a gosh. pocket knife behind a nightstand once, and I've seen blood. Oh my, yeah. Oh my gosh! What hotels are you staying? I'll tell in? you. Nights in Detroit, Michigan. <laughs> I did not sleep a wink. I did not sleep a wink. Sounds like a horror film. All right, Kelly. Here I we know. go. All right, Kelly. Name three Olympic gold medalists. Wow. Oh my gosh. Simon Biles, um, shoot, I don't. That's messed up. That's a hard one. (laughs) Okay, Simone Biles, and then I thought, oh, she's going to say Michael Phelps. She's going to say Michael Phelps. That's an easy one. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking of, and I couldn't. I, I thought you seen Bolt. I was, I, you know. I would have just known Michael Phelps, and I think oh, I would have been Armstrong. Oh, yeah, yeah that would have been good. Okay, see? it's okay. Uh, let's go to round three. Lauren, name <laughs> okay. three types of apples. Oh, uh, Honey Crisp, Cosmic Crisp, Granny Smith, Red Delicious. <laughs> wow. Smith. Lauren has never done this well. Today. You have, have never, never done this well. Okay, so we've got to bounce back here. Back to me, then Kelly. Okay, Joey, okay. name three shampoos. Um, Garnier Fructis, Suave, and uh, Dove. It's that's suave. Uh, yeah, that's good. It's Is suave. it Suave? But that's suave? Okay. I know what you, I, oh, no, no, you no, got no, it. You, you got it. Suave, okay, I know okay. what you meant. All right. Kelly, like here it. you go. Your final okay. round. You got, you got this, it. Kelly. You, you got do. this. You're you not going to get some stupid okay. question like Olympians. That was a bad question. Okay, name three <laughs> school subjects. Math, English, history, biology, yeah. science. Yeah. Okay, now you're just showing off. Yeah, Kelly, easy. Uh, <laughs> Kelly, I just, I, I have a feeling you were a 4.0 student. I'm just getting those vibes. Am I no. Right? Okay, no. One year. Got it. Okay. Says, no, no. Well, Kelly, we're going to hook you up, all right? All right. Thank you, guys. Absolutely. Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren on Demand.